in-depth conversations, matchup breakdowns, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Fourth Down in the Steel City, he's Dunlap, I'm Crowley. We got Pickett this Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. Again, the Steelers a 14-point underdog. I don't think that you win this game. It's not 1975, the year before mm-hmm. you were born, Colin. I don't yeah. think you win this game by just going in there and saying, let's take the air out of the ball and run this thing and keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. They're not good enough at running the ball. If they were, they'd have done that in the second half of a game where they had a 10-point lead against the New York Jets and been able to get it done. They can't do that. I think you go into this game and you think, okay, our defense is good. Josh Allen's better. We can get some stops defensively. You can't stop the guy on the hole, though. Kenny, we're going to need you to put up 30 points. I really think that if they're realistic, that has to be the way they approach this game. Well, either 30 points or and i've thought about this all day i really and i'm going to think about it all the way till 12:59 on sunday outside of those three well i don't really get drunk outside of those times i have a couple beers on saturday <laughs> i will think about that i don't i go i don't get drunk i just have two beers don't. on saturday so i think you that has to be the plan probably but the fail safe the fallback is this you can't go three and out. You can possess the football and get sure. empty empty possessions, or you can maybe kick a field goal here and there, but you can't quickly give it back to them. It's A punt for the Pittsburgh Steelers might not be the worst thing in the world at times. But if they got caught up in a shootout, again, I don't know if they can score enough points to, to run in that shootout. But what they just can't do is go three and out. They just, they can't. That's why I think they might use a ton of the tight end over the middle and throw it to them five, six yards. It, it looks, they yell moves or whatever, and UCL Heath, it's really going to look like Heath Miller, I think. Uh, I'm with you 100%. I think that Pat Fryermuth is going to eat in this game. There's no, uh, we don't think, Tremaine Edmonds for the Buffalo Bills. And they're missing at least one of their safeties, if not two in this game. So I do think that Pat Fryermuth is going to have a big one, especially when you consider the Kenny Pickett has utilized him both in the preseason and now in the first regular season game he's played. So I do think that's important. I also, if I'm, if I'm scheming up the Steelers defense and even at that Holy triumvirate of all them smart dudes, they actually probably might need my help. Just hire me 80 K I'll come in. I'll do it for cheaper than anybody else. I think what I would do in this game is I'd play coverage, coverage, coverage. I'm rushing three. I'm dropping eight. And I'm saying, let's take the big play away from Buffalo. And if they want to matriculate the ball down the field, whether it be through the running game or the passing game, I know Josh Allen can do it. He's now an accurate passer of the football. But if I make them work for long drives, that's going to keep the number of possessions down. And I think you can try to do it that way, too. Because I think if Buffalo has 12 possessions in the game, this is a team that doesn't punt, man. Like they didn't punt in the playoffs. They didn't punt at the start of the year. This is a this when this offense is going, you are effed. So at least if you can't even do it offensively, maybe you can help them keep their number of possessions down with your defense by not letting them hit the big play and just making them have to be patient. And maybe that's when they can walk into a couple mistakes, Buffalo. I would play a 
fairly conservative defensive game plan. I agree with you there. I, you know, it is, and if, if, if he turns into Tom Brady and he dinks and dunks you in the middle of the field all day and takes eight yards, so be it. You tip your cap to him. Yeah. But that's not their game. That's not what they do. Um, you know, if, if he ends up doing that, fine. But what you can't do is go ahead, rush two pe- rush three people, rush somebody past them, miss them, and then bang. It's one of those shots, and you get these every time, all the time with Josh Allen. He'll be running, and he'll break the scrimmage line, and the, the big fat guys can't catch him. And the safeties are already run out of the formation, and the corners are all the way out on the edges. You'll watch the TV, and you'll go, why is he the only person in the shot of the screen? Like, there's no one. It's like – He's he's running a sprint by himself out there in conditioning drills. There's no other right. person in on my television, and he has 17 yards in front of him. I think that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, but if you flopped him and Josh Allen, and Josh Allen got to work with Andy Reid, I might think differently. Josh Allen might be, this is big praise, at least in my opinion, he might be the most physically gifted quarterback of all time. Because he has what Cam Newton had in that he's an edge rusher with that kind of body, that kind of athleticism, and he just so happens to be playing quarterback. And that guy can throw it 80 yards down the field, and he didn't have accuracy when he came into the league. He's figured out his footwork, things of that nature. He can put that thing 80 yards down the field through a keyhole. So like, even if you do everything right, and your defense is in position, and everyone's covered down the field, well, Josh Allen's going to punch a guy in the face. He's going to kick another dude. He's going to outrun T.J. Watt, and then he's going to find somebody, or he's going to run for 37 yards. He's almost indefensible. He is is in the NFL what Terrell Pryor was supposed to be at Ohio State. Man. Um, For, you know, it's, it's for me, that's what I see. I see a guy like that. A guy, the, the, you know what gets me about Josh Allen? And by the way, we're going to play word association to start the next segment. I've got some things in my head. When I see Josh Allen, you know what jumps out of me? Every time that I watch a Bills game, I'm watching it, and he'll break contain a little bit, or he'll get around, it'll be a design run. And I'll say to myself, that was a gain of three. <laughs> and then the announcers say, second and one. Like, Hmm. it looks like he gets one or two yards and he gets nine. It looks like he gets three or four yards and he gets 12. His strides are so gigantic. He runs so effortlessly. And he just gallops. That 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 blows me away. It it, it looks like an 11-yard gain is just an innocuous four-yard gain for him. He looks like a high school kid that wound up playing eighth-grade football and is just out there having fun with everybody else. And this is the NFL. Right. And and I got to imagine, yeah, I got to imagine if you're Minka Fitzpatrick and you're the robber coming underneath the route and you cut that thing off and he doesn't throw the ball, and then you're thinking, okay, we got this one covered up, and you're thinking, okay, he's going to have to throw it away, this, that. We got great guys rushing the passer, and all of a sudden it's second down and one because he just makes something out of another. That shit must be infuriating, man. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's got to absolutely kill you. One hundred percent. You know what, Ben? You like I used to hate watching the Tennessee Titans against the Steelers when Steve McNair was quarterback because he they, the Steelers had a tough time bringing that guy down. That guy was a baller, and I feel like that's what everyone else felt like watching their team play Ben Roethlisberger. This guy's now the modern day freakazoid Hulk Marvel version of whatever Ben was. 
I don't know where his career winds up going from here. I have a pretty good guess. He's taken what Ben used to do, and he's it's it's tenfold. It's it it's really unbelievable to watch. I'm That's at a loss crazy. for words. And Mike he wasn't Pat, this I, good when uh, he was not anywhere near this good the day he was drafted. No way. And that's that to me is insanity. What this guy was his his first year in the league. I remember the Steelers, and I don't know if it was his first or second year, but I remember when the Steelers played the Bills at Heinz Field with Duck Hodges at quarterback, and Josh Allen couldn't hit a dump off because right. he was that woefully inaccurate. And now there ain't nothing he can't do. Like if Tannehill gets good, okay, and, and he's on his way to being pretty good this year. They've been a surprise. If he gets good, no matter how good he gets, he'll never make better throws than he did in college. They'll just be the same throws. Mm. You, you know, he didn't. He needs to improve on reading defenses. He needs to improve. His arm strength will never get stronger than it was his last year at Clemson. His ability to fit it in a window won't get better than it was at Clemson. He'll just catch up to the speed of the game, make better uh, decisions <laughs> at the scrimmage line, and play with better players. So, like, you know kind of what his ceiling is. It's just – how is it transferable to the NFL game? And how does it grow in um, in accordance with that? Josh yeah, Allen, it looks like two different players. He does. And Patrick Mahomes had a long way to go whenever he came into the NFL from Texas Tech, too. And it does make you wonder about Kenny Pickett. Like, how much how much ceiling is left in his body? Meanwhile, I mean, I, we don't compliment in the general we. We don't compliment the opposition very often. Josh Allen kudos to that guy for working to get where he got to. I mean, he deserves a bunch of credit for that. And I suppose people in Buffalo do too, but that guy worked because you don't do what he's done and become this from where you were. If you ain't busting your ass. So kudos to him. Hot take before we get to real quick association. If Justin Herbert actually had a good offensive coordinator and players around him, he'd be doing just about the same things. Yeah, he's he's in that class too. You're right. I mean, we saw him take. He ran for like a hundred yards against the Steelers. Like he can he can do it with his legs too, and he's got a super good cannon. Nice hair. Attractive young man. Good lettuce, what the kids say. Lettuce. Uh, I know. Maybe I've had too much to drink. Here we go. A word association next, fourth down in the Steel City.